Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Dr. Lawrence Tam. I'm Dr. Damien Kristoff. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated in bringing wellness into our lives. And as we approach the Christmas holiday season, and it is Thanksgiving weekend in, in America um, today, so I think we thought we we're going to do a special episode on how to keep you healthy and well through the Christmas holidays. Because let's face it, guys, people are stressed. Um, I know that I see my clients are, you know, their schedules are thrown off. There's so many things to do. Like people who are working have all these deadlines they got to get done before Christmas, right? And yeah. you got all these, you know, people who are organizing family gatherings and, and trying to make sure that they have everything prepared so their in-laws and outlaws are all coming to their place yeah. and they all got to sit down and get that organized and try to figure out which family do I go on Christmas Day and, you know, Boxing Day <laughs> and all that stuff. It just gets stressful. And we throw all our health and wellness, or we, what we've been talking about for the last, you know, 20 weeks, they're just going to throw it out the window. So we thought <laughs> we'd give you some perfect planning to make sure we do that. But first of all, guys, I really want to thank all our listeners, because we have special news, update from last week. We have made number one in the health <laughs> podcast in Australia. How good is that? How excited were we last week about being number two? We thought it was like the best thing ever. <laughs> we just one week too early. Now we're going to crack it into the actual podcast market. So not just um, health. We've got to get into the actual podcast, like all of all of them. That's right. That's right. Number so one, all the sex ones, because all the sex ones seem to be beating us at the moment. <laughs> Just a few future episodes there, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to do a wellness sex one. Yeah. Nice. That's right. X-rated. Well, there's a, look, there's a couple of really important things, and I actually just wrote this in, the, uh, in, in my practice newsletter. You know, I actually just wrote the top 10 tips on how to stay well and healthy throughout Christmas, and I'm hoping that my top 10 tips are the same as what you guys have already put together, because we haven't had to talk about it yet, but one of the things that I reckon is really, really important, and obviously in the festive season, people will think that it gives you license to go and drink a lot of alcohol. Um, I've, I've actually suggested that people drink heaps of water and drink at least one glass of water between each alcoholic drink. So if they're going to drink alcohol, okay, no worries. We can't stop you from doing that. And no one would want to because that would be our value judgment on you. So I'd much prefer that uh, you looked after your body and kept yourself hydrated. So it gets hot in summer. So why not? Or actually, we've got people from around the world. So uh, it, 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 in the festive season, <laughs> they might warm up over the snowing. Yeah, they'll be drinking to keep warm. <laughs> Don't get too drunk and go outside of you, but you know, it's snowing. But um, drink a glass of water between every alcoholic beverage. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon you've tipped on there, Damo, one of the really key points that I wanted to make in this episode, and that is that, you know, people often, um, you know, they think about, oh, being healthy, you know, I, I don't need to think about being healthy over Christmas. Christmas is the time to celebrate, it's the time to relax, it's the time to unwind, um, and to a certain degree, I think that's true, and, and as you said, we don't necessarily want to stop people from going out and enjoying their Christmas and, and doing all those things they want to do, um, because, you know, at the end of the day, I think, there are going to be some times throughout the year, whether that's Christmas, whether that's maybe your birthday, when you do break the rules a little bit too. Um, and I think, you know, I can honestly say that there are some days during the year that I break the rules too. You know, um, tomorrow night will actually be, or actually, sorry, tonight will actually be Thanksgiving in our household because um, I have a, a part American household. 
Um, and Thanksgiving involves a lot of food that I wouldn't normally eat on any other day of the year. Um, but I actually do eat some of that on Thanksgiving because that's kind of part of the celebration. It's part of the family ritual. Pumpkin. It's uh, keeping me in, good, in the good books with the mother-in-law who cooks all this awesome food. Um, <laughs> and so, so you know, so I do make some exceptions. And I think what people want to think about as they head into this festive season is not necessarily about not doing those things. Mm. Um, but maybe just about adding in some healthy stuff. So your water was a perfect example. So if you are going to have a few drinks, make sure you add in and drink some water too. You yeah. know, if you're going to have some food that maybe isn't so great, then make sure you add in and also have some veggies and some fruit and those sort of things. You know, so so don't think about well, I have to deny myself over Christmas. By all means, celebrate. You know, perhaps have a few things that you wouldn't normally have, but still make sure that you're having some good healthy stuff as well. Because otherwise, as Lawrence said, it can be a stressful time. And if you eat the wrong stuff and you don't exercise, then it's going to be even more stressful on your body than it needs to be. So important. Uh, look, I'm just going to flow on straight from there. I, don't, I didn't mean to cut you off, LT, if you were going to jump in there. But one of the things about eating food is that you can actually control your, your appetite and your hunger and your desire for the wrong sorts of foods by ensuring you're eating enough protein. So if you've got enough protein going into your diet, you're not going to crave your carbohydrates. And subsequently, if you go and have a piece of cake, you're not going to probably eat the half of the cake. You might just have a slice of cake. So you're going to be far better controlled with your carbohydrates um, and the amount of carbohydrate that you eat um, if you eat enough protein. In fact, I would go as far to say that if you're going to overeat anything throughout the holiday period, um, make sure you overeat protein because one of those things that's not going to create an issue with, with your blood sugar, it's certainly not going to create an issue with your storing fat because we know that we don't store fat really from eating too much protein, it's very difficult to do that and um, and it's not going to make you tired, in fact you'll probably feel more robust and it's probably better for you if you're drinking alcohol to have more protein than carbohydrate. So. That's another tip. So, so Damo, tonight when I'm at Thanksgiving, you, what you're saying is I should eat a little bit more of the turkey, and yes. that means I'll eat a little bit less of the pumpkin pie. Yes, exactly, exactly. That's exactly Perfect. what I'm saying. Perfect. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, to go off on you guys, basically, I'm, I'm in the same agreement with that. You don't want to go bipolar on you, right? So you don't want to be like, oh, all of a sudden it's Christmas Day, you can just go eat crap everything crap right you want to just make sure you you're still eating some healthy food but uh, that's a good question uh, that's my point was to actually eat something healthy first you know yeah. you know at, drink the water first before you drink that alcoholic beverage um eat your veggies first before you have that mashed potato or pumpkin pie um but uh, damo this is a good question for you i know people are asking but i've heard that things like protein for example does it actually make you eat fuller you know and you actually feel full in a sense whereas you know eating carbs it might not kick in till later on is that have a, yeah, that's such an awesome question. You actually have a a, a hormone response that signals appetite um, suppression or satiety, satiation, when you eat protein, and that that hormone secretion, uh, which is from a from a hormone known as I think it's ghrelin, I think it is. It actually is secreted uh, by the gastrointestinal system to stop you from eating because you feel um, satisfied. And, and that happens at a rate that I think is almost eight times greater. Maybe it's four times. It might have just be my exaggeration factor. Um, but it's, it's either four or eight times greater from protein than what it is from carbohydrate. Hence the reason why, if I said to you I'd like to you to eat 400 grams of steak versus 400 grams of potatoes, you'd find it more difficult to eat the steak than you would the potatoes. Mm. And this is a, a good thing to think about because most people would eat, you know, you know. For, I know back in Canada, we used to have the Christmas dinner, you would have the, the chips, and then you would have the M&Ms, and you would have like, all this other stuff uh, in front of you before you even have dinner. 
but you know you you're, you're going to be eating all this other the carb carby types of food and you you know you eat and probably probably eat more snacks than, than actual real food but you're going to still eat all this other stuff what you're saying is actually eat some of the you know the meat stuff first or the protein and then before you actually head into the um the carby stuff yeah so i think that's a great 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 tip there yeah so what would you cook guys uh for your christmas dinner or lunch um during the holidays what would be a healthy since we're going to be talking about adding stuff uh, healthy stuff into our meals let's start about you know we can still have yummy food and i think you can still have healthy yummy foods what would you guys cook for a christmas dinner or lunch uh, it's a classic that you ask that question lt because my third point that i wrote in the newsletter was plan healthy meals when you entertain and I suggest that you have two to three different salads and then you have your barbecue meats and all that sort of stuff or your roast meats or whatever you're going to do. But I reckon you should have two to three different salads. Now, the next point that I make in this list is avoid potato salad unless you make it with sweet potato. Mm-hmm. So you could still do potato salad if you like. You know, chop up your, your chives or your sweet, uh, what are they called, spring onions and you could make your own egg mayonnaise and you could actually put all that through with some sweet potato. Um, or if you're in New Zealand, it would be Coomera. So, you, you know, you throw all that together. Instead of using your white potatoes, uh, you actually use that to be better for you. And then the sorts of salads that I like to make up are, you know, things that are relatively exotic. So I'll look in a Jamie Oliver book, for example, and I'll make something. But just something that comes to mind right now would be some rocket with some bocconcini and some crunchy beans with avocado and maybe throw in some walnuts um, or pistachios and uh, pour some olive oil over the top with some roasted beetroot. You know, that's the sort of thing that I'd be thinking about putting on my table if I was entertaining with people coming over to my house while we're going through this festive season. I don't want to cut you off here, but I just know that I know the answer to this, but I want to make sure that people get this. Um, is why sweet potato versus potato? Okay, well, it's to do with the type of uh, sugar molecules that are in there. The sugar molecules or the carbohydrate molecules that are in potatoes are richer in polysaccharides, and so you've got a lot more sugar to break down and to get through. And so it's it's more challenging on the body in terms of the total carbohydrate load than what you would actually get if you were having sweet potato. So a, a white potato is, is richer in starch than what the... Um, the sweet potato is right. so it's a bit better for you that way great and so yeah I mean I probably we'd do something very similar I think Damo you know the first thing I think Lawrence we'd think about in terms of our meal is you know what you are doing before the meal um, and probably in our household you know what we would do is instead of having perhaps the chips or the M&M's we might have a nice nut mix there yeah. on the table mm. that you can just sort of snack and nibble on so you know just a slight change there can make a really big difference in terms of the protein content you're getting in the nutrients you're getting in with a nice bowl of mixed nuts and maybe a bit of sun-dried fruit in it as opposed to um, you know some chips or some M&M's mm. um, you know our main meal will tend to do either a roast um, or we'll do seafood we're a bit of a big seafood family um, so we'll have some nice protein there. Um, similar to Damo, we'd probably do, we might not do two or three salads because we probably have one good salad, but we probably do lots and lots of roast vegetables. Yeah. Um, so that's, we probably tend to go a little bit more that way, but still have a nice salad there as an option. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, 
in terms of dessert, we have a few different desserts that we'll do now. These won't be on the menu tonight because I'm at my mother-in-law's house who's doing the American Thanksgiving. But when we do it at home, you know, we'll have things like baked apples, which are just a fantastic, really Christmassy dessert because you get, you know, the apple, you core it out, you've got the cinnamon in there, you've got the pecans, you've got the, you know, a little bit of honey. It's really kind of Christmassy, but it tastes beautiful and it's actually pretty darn good for you. So, so things like that are a really good pretty way to go. Another one we do is something we call a paleo pie, which is, um, I think you had this when you came to our house actually, Damo. I've never had um, kangaroo as for dessert. As well. <laughs> <laughs> well, what this does is, this is basically like an apple pie, except the crust of it, instead of being made of sort of flour and wheat products, is actually made of nuts and dates. Um, right. And it comes up a treat. It tastes oh, beautiful. absolutely beautiful. Oh, so, so those are some just some alternatives where you can actually still have a pretty nice or a very nice dessert, um, just making it just that little bit healthier. One of the desserts that we do at home is we just get lots of different berries. And so we get blackberries, mm -hmm. raspberries, blueberries, strawberries. We'll chop them all up. We'll put a little mango. We'll chop some mango up and we'll mix all that together. And then we'll just – and that's it. And, and so – you know, if you to choose a topping for that, that could be some, you know, full fat cream you could actually put on top of that um, that you might have whipped up yourself. Or you could actually literally just sprinkle over the top of that some linseed sunflower and almonds at LSA. You could do that and that's a beautiful, beautiful meal. And you don't have to cook it. It's nice and fresh and cooling and refreshing. And, you know, another option for that one, Damo, that we've done before is that you can actually put all of those fruits into the freezer. Yeah. And then at the last minute, pull them out of the freezer, whack them in the blender, and it basically just becomes like a sorbet. A sorbet. Yeah, nice. That's good too. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had lunch yet, and I'm I'm, I'm starving. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, also, a pre a pre like you know instead of the chippies and M and M's for the kids, you could also do like a nice um, a smoothie drink as well. You know, some frozen fruit or even fresh berries, like fresh berries. And well, for people in Australia, it's a bit easier right now. It's summer. <laughs> Um, but you know, with mangoes and stuff, and a bit of ice, um, you know, and that's a great little smoothie drinks for the kids, and they just love, love it and tasty. When especially when it's like 35 degrees over here <laughs> during Christmas, yeah. it's a nice, cool drink to have, and it's healthy for you too as well. Yeah, that's it. 35 Celsius, mind you. Yes, 35 Celsius. <laughs> <And> <laughs> That's another thing we do for the kids, uh, Lawrence, is we have those little, you know, those little homemade ice blocks, you know, you get the little plastic thing with a little stick that goes in it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you just put into that just some, you know, some, we always do fruit and vegetable juice. Um, as I said last time, we don't do too much juice, but this is probably the one exception where we have some fruit and veg juice in there and just freeze that up. We often put a whole grape in the middle just because the kids love that. It's like a, you know, like little Bubble Bill's nose we used to eat. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not like that, except the healthy version. Bubble Bill. You have to explain what Bubble Bill is because Bubble Bill was actually an ice cream that, on a stick that we had over here. And it was a, an ice cream that had different flavor ice creams that represented different parts of, of Bill's um, outfit as a cowboy. And then his nose was a, was a bubble, uh, like a, what, a bubble gum. A bubble oh, gum. really? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I haven't had one of those for years. Anyway, so so anyway, you, instead of that, <laughs> put a, put a grape in the middle. The kids love it. I think it's really cool. They do so love that's it. That's a great one we can do over here for summer. If you're in the in the snow, you might not find that one quite so appealing. Yeah. So yeah. what about uh, what about the meat, boys? Uh, what do you what do you usually have? Turkey, ham, chicken. What would you what do you guys cook? Kangaroo. From <laughs> Koala we, usually do, we usually do turkey and seafood. That's pretty standard for us. Yeah, yeah. very nice. Well, we tend to do a lamb. We'll, we'll get a. We'll usually do lamb and turkey. Um, 
I don't advise people to – actually, often we'll do a fish as well. We'll get a nice big trout. We'll put a big trout and we'll steam it in a big trout steamer. And that's unreal. Mm. Um, and, we'll, you know, that's we'll put some fish in the barbecue. But we definitely wouldn't do ham. We, we just don't do pig very well. And um, it's not that we don't cook it very well. We actually cook it beautifully. In fact, people have actually commented on it and said that it's, you know, awesome. But um, it, we just – I don't like to do pig. I just don't think it's very healthy meat for us. Excellent. Okay. Well, listen, I one thing that I noticed in whether it be you're in Canada or America or in Australia, Boxing Day is always a special day, right? Boxing yeah. Day, you know, Christmas Day, sports is a big thing. You know, yeah. all the men gathered into this uh, into this area, watching television, hoping that they could eat Christmas dinner in front of that television. You know, in America, you got the football on, you know, and uh, here in, in Australia, which I somehow don't understand this, people said here, watch Boxing Day cricket. Like, I don't understand what the, the sport is. One of the sports that I would I would poke my eyes out watching this. I would, I'm, not, I'm not sure I'm going to lose some viewer, uh, audience here by saying that. But I Have you ever s- sat down, LT, and watched um, softball? I actually watched softball when I was in Western Australia with you, and I was poking my eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you know what? At least baseball and softball at least have a time limit, or at least there's innings to be finished. Boxing Day, you know, we're talking a cricket match that can last five days. Who can sit there for five days watching this? But anyways, most people can sit there and watch television. But what we're saying, though, is that I think it's very important to, to make sure that you actually move your butt. You know, we talked about this in a couple episodes ago about yeah. how you need to move um, move your butt, right? And I think Christmas is one of those times. You've right. eaten all this meal. You've eaten all this big, heavy food. Yeah. You've got to move, right? <laughs> Yeah, shake it up. Get it all moving. It's funny you say that, actually, LT, and I, I, I kid you not, but my fifth point in my <laughs> is, in fact, exercise at least 30 minutes a day. A walk is brilliant. Something fast is better. So the point being, you, you're right. I mean, there's definitely a lunch break in the cricket, so we could definitely take a walk or go kick the footy or go play some cricket in the backyard. Um, we could certainly do that. We could definitely go for a little jog or a little run or a little ride. There's something like that we could do. And in the, in this time of the year when things kind of quieten down on the work front for many people, it's a really good opportunity to get yourself back in the rhythm of exercising frequently. So start with 30 minutes a day and you know burn off some of those calories. It's, it's a really good thing. And at the same time, give yourself permission to get some extra rest. Like my sixth point is to take time to get proper rest in, sleep-ins or siestas. It's a perfect time to repair your body and just give yourself that chance to you know, rebuild and re-energize and get ready to go for the next big year ahead. Well, I think one of the things is I know what most people do um, is they, they go outside. Like, I mean, I'm open during Christmas as, as a chiropractor and you know, people say, why are you open? It's because it's one of our busiest times, really, because people are stressed, so, you know, things go bad. But you know what we get a lot of is people getting injured during the Christmas holidays. And why do they get injured? It's because they haven't moved all year. They haven't done any sporting activity because <laughs> they sit in a chair in an office all day, and the, but they decide to go play cricket or football and go kick a football out there for the first time in a year <laughs> and they pull their hamstrings or they hurt their back <laughs> or do whatever or they go go outside and do some gardening because that's the only time they actually have i think is the biggest mistake is actually not taking it easy and not stretching properly and, and really taking care of your body before you actually do something silly like that you got to remember that you know what what i classify these people as weekend warriors right they, you know, they think they're 18 again, and they just go out there and think that they're, you know, they're they're professional football players because they get inspired watching cricket somehow, and they think they can bowl a fa- a fast bowl and and to their son and uh, or their daughter and you know create all these injuries. 
Do you guys get that in your practice? Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, I don't that's, that's open at Christmas yeah. time. I'm actually one of those people that thinks that they can still bowl fast. So I, you know. <laughs> well, it's because you keep fit, though. Definitely someone who's in the 30-something, early 40s, thinking that they're still, you know, 20-something, bowling as fast as what they're trying to bowl as fast as what they did in under-16s. Um, they do do some injuries. And you're right, if you, if you work up into it and keep yourself, I suppose, within some degree of limit, um, without too much alcohol controlling or giving you a bit of Dutch courage, then um, you're going to be all right. Yeah, so make sure, I think you've got to stretch, got to move your body, stretch properly, and, uh, you know, take care of yourself, okay? You're not, yeah. and you're I not think 18. It, it kind of comes back to our... I think it kind of comes back to our whole wellness message, which is that wellness is about doing things all year round. You know, like you don't want to, you know, if you actually look after yourself throughout the year and do a bit of regular exercise and eat well throughout the year, then you're going to be in much better shape when it comes to Christmas time and you want to play cricket with the kids. You know, that little bit of preparation you've done throughout the year is going to make that a whole lot easier. And I think that's what the wellness is all about really, is about keeping yourself in shape, looking after yourself so that when you want to do the things that you love doing, then you're able to do it without having to worry about injuring yourself or not having the energy or whatever it happens to be. So I think it kind of ties back in with our nice wellness message here as well, that if you do the right things throughout the year, then it's a lot easier to, to deal with the, the stresses of the Christmas cricket game. <laughs> but I think Christmas and you know, um, you know, New Year's that whole holiday season is a perfect time to kind of recharge again, like you said, Demo, about taking time for yourself. But it's also a good time to take time with your family. You know, there's no reason why that 30 minutes a day you talked about, or during the cricket match break, um, there's no reason why you can't go walk, have a walk with the family. You know, go to the beach for mm. those of us in Australia. Um, you know, make a snowman out there for those of you in Canada and the United States. You know, that that's a great time for you to get outside and actually spend that time, you know, to play with your family and uh, really, you know, really bond with the family again. Because I think oftentimes we get so busy in our lives, we get caught up with all our meetings and projects and stuff, we forget that, you know, our kids need us and need us to be other role models as well. And I think it's a perfect time when you have that break. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a great time for you to mentally recharge and reset as well, I think, um, where you you know you have that little bit of extra space, that little bit of extra time where you can unwind, um, you can relax, like I said, spend some time with your kids, spend some time doing things you love. Um, but it's also a great time to start thinking about, you know, perhaps some of your bigger missions and visions and, um, you know, what you want to achieve in the next year. And, um, you know, look, I'm not the biggest fan of New Year's resolutions because I think a lot of the time people do it once a year and they don't revisit it throughout the year mm-hmm. um, and they don't necessarily you know, keep maintaining and updating that um, and they don't necessarily achieve all these ideals they've set themselves at New Year's. I think people should do it a lot more often. Uh, but having said that, it is a great time of year to do it and to look into it uh, because you are that, have that little bit more time, you're a little bit more refreshed, you're a little bit more relaxed to start thinking about well, where do you want to be in 12 months time and what are you actually going to you know, chunk it down so that you can make sure you get there and start making some changes for the next year. So I think it's an important time to spend a bit of mental time as well looking after yourself. That's a great point. What I typically do um, for there's there's no no point waiting until New Year's to make those uh, new changes or the new goals and vision. I think it's important to actually start thinking about them and implementing it on New Year's Day if you're going to do it. I know yeah. um, a time for me on New Year's Eve is actually reflection time for me. It's a day yeah. where I actually go back and think about all the things I actually write down, all the things I actually achieved that that this year, and all the things, all the happiness, and all those those great moments that. That I that I was able to um, to come up with and actually create for myself this year, and from that reflection and from that sort of 
mindset I start creating goals for next year and what I want to achieve. And yeah. I think that, you know, has a reflection of, on New Year's Eve is a, is a great way. And that's, I often do that sort of round that at the end of that day. And, you know, just as everybody's partying, I just kind of sit there and I just want to close my eyes and just sort of think about all the things. And I think we, we, we think about all the crap that goes through our lives each year, like all the stuff that has happened to us or has happened to our family and things, but we forget about all the good stuff. You know, because yeah. they just kind of pass by. And I think it's important to remember all the good stuff because that's what's going to set you up to create bigger visions for yourself. And you build on top of those rather than focusing all, on all the bad stuff, which we tend to do. It's great. And it's funny you say that, LT, because actually the seventh and eighth. <laughs> <laughs> great minds think alike, Damo. It's, it's amazing. My, actually, I'll start with my eighth point was keep your mind subluxation free. In other words, get rid of all the rubbish. And in, in what you're saying there is be grateful for your last 12 months so that you can go for the next 12 months. And so that, to me, it clears the clutter. It gets rid of all the dead wood and helps you focus on what's good about coming up and what's actually been good about the last year rather than focusing on the, you know, the stuff that doesn't really matter. And then, obviously, keep your spine subluxation free. You know, still see your chiropractor. Uh, make sure that your nervous system's in great shape and keep your brain working really well because you're going to make better decisions when you're subluxation free. And so I, I put that in the, in the newsletter. That was point number seven because it's one of those things that people tend to let go of at that time of the year. They think, oh, it's all right. I'll start back and get my chiropractor care again um, in February once I've gotten over everything this year. You know, so I, I always suggest that people maintain good healthy mind and good healthy spine that's a, I mean that's exactly the reason why we don't close over Christmas because people you know chiropractors come up to me all the time and say you know why don't you close at Christmas I said well people don't take time away from their health like it's you know, just because it's Christmas time, like we, we're there because we told people you know this is important and we're going to be open because of that reason and so, you know we'll, that's why we're, we're open I think you know just because it's Christmas doesn't mean you shouldn't be looking after your health yeah Very absolutely good. Very good. Now, there's two more points. I'm going to start off with this uh, because then I'm, I'm going to finish all my bit of a rant. Um, but my point number nine and point number ten are to do with being joyous. And, of course, nothing's more joyous than putting a bit of Bing Crosby white Christmas on and uh, <laughs> you know, your Christmas carols. I think if you whack some Christmas carols on, it just lifts your spirit, lifts your mood. And, you know, there's something about Christmas. There's something about Bing Crosby, I think, that, or maybe a bit of uh, Patsy Bisco, but really, um, Bing Crosby is absolutely amazing. And he just brings out, he brings Christmas to life. And so listen to a bit of Bing, and uh, that'll be awesome for you. And then the other one, number 10, which I think is the most important thing out of everything we've actually spoken about, is laughing out loud each day. So laugh out loud each day. Fantastic. I love that. I love it. Great points, Damo. I've got to say, though, Damo, there may be a few people out there who, who work in retail who may feel a little bit like I do about Christmas carols. I, <laughs> I spent about eight years working at a hardware store where every year from about October through to December, they just play non-stop Christmas carols in the store. Yeah. And so I do have a little bit of a phobia about Christmas carols. <laughs> So I don't tend to listen to quite as many of the Christmas period because I get a bit done after having heard them just non-stop for so long. But you are right about, I think, um, you know, taking that time to laugh and to enjoy and to really have fun. Um, and I think one of the greatest things that we do at Christmas is that we give gifts to other people. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that act of giving that gratitude to other people for the gifts that you've received, uh, perhaps even more importantly, the gratitude towards the other people for just being there, being in your life, for everything they've done to you throughout the year or throughout your life, 
um, you know, those really positive uh, messages are just so healthy for your body and so healthy for your mind. So, so really go along. You know, sometimes I think families can get together and focus on all the negatives and get grumpy and get, you know, whatever. We all know that can happen time to time at Christmas. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to focus on those positives. Focus on what you're grateful for throughout the year. Um, focus on what you're grateful for for this family you've got around you and look for those positives that will really help recharge your mind and, and really switch on your body. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, nice. that is the Wellness Guys 10, top 10 or 20 or 30 tips <laughs> for <laughs> how to stay well and healthy for the Christmas holidays or any holidays for that matter of fact um, so that you can actually continue to have enjoy you know, next year and also spending um, you know, a healthy lifestyle with you and your family. Um, another thank you to all the listeners for getting us to number one in Australia. We're, we're heading up to number one in the world now, so please tell your friends and family. And I want to really give out a special thanks to all the practitioners, the naturopaths, the chiropractors, the physios, and all those people who are actually been listening to these podcasts and telling their clients and their patients. Because, you know, really, uh, we're spreading the message um, for, of wellness and, and they're passing it on to their clients because they believe that our content is, you know, obviously changing people's lives. So, really want to thank you for those chiropractors and, and uh, naturopaths as well. So thank you very much. So as always, join us each week on www.thewellnessguys.com. Leave your comments below. Let us know your tips for how you stay healthy and well for Christmas and uh, so that you we have a couple of weeks to prepare for this holiday season. Uh, tell us what you think and also make sure you like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and sign up for our notice each episode for notice for each episode and download us on iTunes. And thanks again for making us number one. So until next week begin creating wellness into your lives lead by example and let's change the world's health together join us next week for the wellness guys show